Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, 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 everyone. Welcome back and happy Hot Messy Topics Monday. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to start off by saying, um, man, what a weird, what a weird week, right? Crazy. Um, we've been here and it's been such a wild week with family and everything in between, but also like with everyone messaging about pops, you guys are the best. I don't know how else to say that. Um, pops like loved the YouTube community. So that's probably the best way to put it. Let's welcome Jason. (laughs) Hi. Don't put me on the spot like that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's uh, definitely been a week, but, you know, Pops loved the YouTube community so much and you can always go back and watch him on, on YouTube and see all the stuff he loved to talk about. Yeah. And on top of that, too, <clears throat> because sorry, and I know that we're filming this for the podcast, too, and I'm like clearing my throat. I apologize, guys. You're good. <laughs> I I think that also Pops was like, thank God, man, I got through the scandal of it all. Right. Like <laughs> the third part of the reunion. So that was probably the best part of it was just getting through all of that, because that's something that I knew that he wanted to see so bad and just see what the fuck was gonna happen right you know i do have to say that pops loved lala for many reasons um (laughs) not technically to do with the show but he loved lala and he was a he was a very special uh special man there's no there's no way good way of and right way of mourning someone and thinking about them you know so yeah but also, you know what? One of the funniest things is, guys, especially with this, this wasn't supposed to be sad. And I apologize. I think the funnest part was even in the moments that like getting to the point where we obviously nobody it's like you say you see this coming, but you really don't. 
and you say that you like you're like getting prepared but you you always get prepared you just don't know and like for pops i think one of the most grateful things that we feel for all of this was that this was something where he wasn't in pain so talking about this you know right when jason and i got back from our trips from a trip from the bahamas we hadn't been around everybody in a while because we've been dealing with a lot and Jason was sick and I was sick and it's just like one thing after another. But one of the fun things was that we would always go over there and just talk shit with pops about 90 day fiance and Bravo. So we were just over there this weekend and I think that it would have been so much fun to talk to him about the stuff that was going on for Vanderpump Rules and all of that. So instead we'll do it on here. Um, Murray, thank you so much for the super chat hugs, Adam and Jason. Um, also, thank you so much for the super sticker. We appreciate you. Jason, let's turn this from negative into like a, a not so somber positive. Well, I think, you know, I think you missed and I think, you know, we all we both missed like being here. You know, obviously we didn't do any lives last week or anything like that. So, um, yeah, where I mean, where do we start? Because this is this is what Adam does to me sometimes. He'll like, OK, so we'll make a thumbnail and we have an idea of what we're going to talk about. Then Adam will switch it up on me while we're live. <laughs> so, Adam, where do we start? I think um, probably with Vanderpump Rules. Uh, gosh, it's still it's the gift that like keeps on giving after we like already put a stop to our monthly subscription. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we keep getting it and it's like we canceled this. We're good. Um, but yeah, there's yeah. Go ahead. You can yeah. start, start us Maybe. off. Maybe. Shaby, I agree. Let's see Adam get messy. Okay. okay. All right, guys. I'm covering my face now. <laughs> okay. Here we go. All right. So I wanted to talk about this a little bit because we have something that came out on All About the Real Housewives, and we have to get to the bottom of this Vanderpump Rules drama. Now, one of the things that Tom Girardi and all of this, like what happened with the Girardis and Erica and Lisa Rinna and just all of this. When the Girardi news came out, it seemed like Lisa Rinna and Erica Girardi really defended each other, which, of course, right? They were best friends, and Lisa Rinna didn't have a dog in this fight. But when she did, Ronald Richards had no problem pointing out the extra mortgages that they had taken out on their home. Well, now, of course, so many people are wondering what's going on with the closure of Pump, and then also Lisa and Vanderpump Rules and going over to Las Vegas and opening up new restaurants. So this came out. And this was interesting to me. And me too. Okay. So, according to the U.S. Sun, Lisa and Ken took out a loan. And this is after they bought their home. They bought their home for $11 million in 2011. Mm -hmm. According to the U.S. Sun, they took out a loan for $6.225 million in August of 2015. And then in 2017, they took out another loan of $6.3 million. And then in 2019, they took out another loan for $6.35 million. Now, this means that they've taken out a total of $18.925 million in loans against their Villa Rosa property, which is $7 million more than what they paid for the property in 2011. And now people feel like they might potentially be struggling or trying to figure out what do they do next. However, I didn't look at this like that kind of problem. I feel like they took out money on the property to improve the property. And it's not like they're in debt on the property because I feel like they can turn around and flip the property for way over $20 million. But that's where I wanted to pick your brain. A hundred percent. So if you look at the pictures they're, and they're available online, I'm not going to say addresses or anything. All you got to do is look it up of when they bought it for 11 point. I want to say it was close to, to 12 million. Yeah. And you look at what it looked like before it was still nice. It was very maybe like hotel 
chic, like London, early 2000s kind of like look to it. And then they turned it into Villa Rosa, right? They had the moat. They they had uh, everything, all the interiors, the kitchen renovation, all the Vanderpump Lane stuff that's popped up. Uh, they redid the pool. Like, of course, they're going to put money into it. Lisa and Ken, from my experience, are people who don't like to spend their own money if they don't have to. So if they can make adjustments and then sell the house for more than it is, it could be very, very true that they're getting ready to unload Villa Rosa. Right. Well, and now, you know, they were saying too, because it came out from a Ryan Bailey, So Bad It's Good with Ryan podcast, and he was the one who was addressing this, which I, I thought was interesting because we love Ryan over here, right? Yeah, he's great. I love watching Ryan. The speculation came from him explaining, Lisa seems to always be there in Vegas. She's hinted at opening up another place in Vegas, and she let the lease go for Pump. Pump is done. Now, all of these things are true. She is opening two more restaurants in Vegas. The lease is done for Pump. Okay. He continues with, from all things I've been thrown, that Villa Rosa has been sold off market. So why would she be selling her house and selling pump? There's a little bit of play in this for me. They are getting older. Vegas is this huge opportunity. Three restaurants already potentially out there. Could they be splitting from Beverly Hills? I think that this is, it's something that, you know, what's so great about this is that Ryan has so much respect in the industry and in this community for people to be entertaining what he's saying is like, this could potentially be true. Do I think it's true? I mean, Jason's been speculating for like over a year. I want to even say we talked about this at BravoCon with him. Like, I've really been thinking that it's just time to exit. You know what I mean? I really think it's time for her to exit Vanderpump Rules and just, you know, leave the name on it and do another show with, with in Vegas. But I don't know if she would want to do another show. But yes, you know, with the announcement of, you know, um Vanderpump Villa and the announcement of the Lake Tahoe restaurant called Wolf the renderings look amazing you know with Caesars Entertainment plus plus two more in Vegas so the Wolf one in Lake Tahoe is not part of that two more in Vegas so we found out so there's still a lot going on this is a great opportunity also like move the business to Nevada and save on some taxes but you yeah. know yeah yeah i mean honestly right no state taxes right See, and that's Very a lot of money. Of business, it's a lot of money. <clears throat> All right, Debbie Garcia, thank you so much. We love you all. Sending hugs, Nancy A. Thank you. Um, Sandoval demands that Ariana not film in their house. What nerve he has! He's so envious of her success. Yeah, no, I think that's also. We'll get to that in a second too. Uh, DF, also thank you for the super sticker. Um, for this, I don't find it to be completely off, especially with what Ryan Bailey's saying. I think he might be onto something. And Jason's been saying this again for over a year. And I've been telling Jason, you're crazy. She's not leaving LA. But think about if you sold your home for $20 million in Beverly Hills, what you could buy in Vegas, it would be a fucking compound. Well, I think that, I think, you know, when we have spoken to Lisa in the past, okay, and we've said this before. She wants to get back to a place of, you know, even Pandora has said, like, she would love to see her mom back in the south of France. They really want to get back to the south of France and kind of chill out. You know, it's called retirement, guys. Like, it happens. And, you know, Lisa is a grandmother. She probably wants to spend more time with her family and her other business ventures. I think that Vanderpump Villa is a way to kind of get situated. Here's the thing. I think they're so smart with everything. I think they're literally doing this new show to you know, get over to, to France and to, to test the waters. And 
I think she might be splitting her time between the south of France and Vegas. I'm it's all speculation, but, but it's you, just things we've seen coming for, for a long time. Right. They've been saying this for a long time. Yeah. Um Deborah Artis said taxes are so high in LA it makes sense to leave and find their ridiculous. And T Shaw said, I moved to a lower tax state and we are loving it. Same. I, I can't as a business owner, and we own a we own two businesses and it, the amount of tax is crazy. Just like everyone was talking about their financial issues with pump closing. There's no financial issues. They don't put their money into things that are temporary, like a restaurant. Pump lasted a lot longer than it was supposed to, or a lot longer than they thought it would. And also having a restaurant that runs almost a decade in LA is remarkable. But when landlords get very greedy. There are two guys who own most of Santa Monica Boulevard, right there by Robertson and San Vicente. Two people own almost all the restaurants and clubs, the land that they sit on. Um, So it's, uh, yeah, it's messy, especially, you know, the Olympics are coming to LA. People, it, it is a hot spot. That corner where Pump was, I'm sure, I am so sure they wanted uh, to raise the price on that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Jason, on top of that, there's more. Uh, is it still Vanderpump? <laughs> <laughs> it's always still Vanderpump. Uh, what state do you guys live in now? We live in Florida. Um, Currently, but I don't know how long we're staying. I mean, yeah, <laughs> really. All right. I wanted to show you guys some more things really quick. Hold on. Let me just bring them up on the Instagram. One is this. Oh, gosh. Tom Sandoval ended up answering for his um, t-shirt comment that he made about Ariana. Here we go. Um, as far as the t-shirt comment, you're getting a lot of hate for it. Did people take it out of context? Yeah, they or, did. Or is that what you really meant? That is, I, I've never body shamed Ariana. Ever. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So it was just taken out of context. It, it was not. No, 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 no. I don't know if that was taken out of context. I think people added their own context to it. Okay. So um, just, it had nothing to do with her body or anything. Had to do with somebody being very just in off, uh, enthusiastic. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Enthusiastic. Yeah. Like, if somebody like wanted to have sex with me and I like just unzipped my zipper and said like, "Oh, hurry up! I gotta, I gotta meet somebody yeah, for lunch." Yeah. It, it was more about the fuck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, as far as the t-shirt comment, you're getting a lot of hate. You're muted. Thank you. Nancy, Sandoval demands that Ariana not film in their house. What nerve he has. He's so envious of her success. Well, that also came out too. Well, it's like he's sitting there making an excuse for what he said. That wasn't the point. You know, the point is like what you said was just not great. He's like, it was taking up context. It's like if I undid my zipper, it's like excuse, excuse, excuse. Mm. Always an excuse from Tom Sandoval. Yeah. Always an excuse from Tom Sandoval. All right. Um, thank you so much, Nancy. Also, Big Apple Girl, Sandoval lied to TMZ when he said Schwartz was only taking a break from Scandoval, not Sandoval. Q to 3640 of Schwartz on When Reality Hits with Jackson Brittany. Okay. Hmm. So who have like the number one podcast, by the way? Yeah. Is Tom Sandoval jealous of Ariana Maddox's brand deal? Subject warm with the mustache, sent 
via form submission from Dumois. So apparently Tom Sandoval is still throwing a temper tantrum over everything that Ariana is doing and all of the support that she is getting. Latest tea is that after her Duracell commercial, he is not wanting her to film in the house anymore for any of her commercial deals that she signed on for. He can f- her best friend in their house, but demands that she doesn't film in a house that is half hers. This man is bitter and unsufferable. Oh. I mean, what do you say? What to do that? you say? <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing to say. Oh, well, it keeps going. So oh, on Lord. top of this, Jax Taylor is saying, I watched the reunion. Now, this is what I don't get. Jax Taylor, Kristen Doty. Kristen Doty came back. Nobody thought she would have came back just for the same reason that nobody thought that Stassi Schroeder would have been back. It was because you were canceled, right? Like nobody was anticipating a comeback, especially like a mediocre small one like they did with with Kristen Doty, which was like probably as eventful as this big reveal after the third part of the reunion, right? It's like, it's something that we just, it was unnecessary. We didn't need, there was so much drama already. And for this, Jax Taylor, he's been in talks. They have promoted him on Peacock with this Watch Wood series. They had him on Watch What Happens Live to promote his podcast. And now he's saying that Lisa Vanderpump is nothing more than a prop on the show that before it made sense for her to be on the show, but now it doesn't make sense because, well, it seems like she's just there to watch spectate and collect a check. Now I did a poll asking you guys, if you agree with Jax Taylor and the funny thing was most people did. I mean, I agree with, I think it's smart as hell. What are you talking about? Wait, but do you think that, do you question with him? Why is she on the show at this point? Who with uh, why Lisa is there? Yeah. Yeah. I said this when we covered, I think it was the, like the last uh, after party we did for Vanderpump Rules. I, I feel I might, my thoughts were that she just appears a little done, not herself, but with the show. And it's really hard to fit her in. You know, it's, it's really hard to, with everything going on, especially Scandaval, you know, it's, it's, they don't, they're at a point in their lives, right? Where they have kids, they're making their own decisions. They don't need the motherly guidance of, Lisa anymore. They don't really work for her at her restaurant anymore. But so it's very different. The show has become something different. You know what's kind of funny is the hypocrisy of like people tell Sheena it's not her show, even though Sheena was the catalyst in the segue from Beverly Hills to Vanderpump Rules. Sure. But then also, like, could you give the same? Could you say it's okay? Thank you, Lisa. Like, because Jax is saying, yeah, sure, you gave us a show. We had to make it successful. So well, I mean, like you said, Sheena was the catalyst in the beginning of why Vanderpump Rules started and was able to transition from, you know, Beverly Hills and Talisa having this other show. But Sheena can't carry the show by herself. You right. know, there's there, many people throughout the history of Vanderpump Rules, the 10 seasons we've had, have carried different seasons for various things. You know, Jack's stealing in Hawaii, uh, Miami Girl, uh, Stassi and Kristen. And, you know, like it's just the Witches of WeHo. Everyone had a purpose, but now it needs, it's like redefining itself and it's redefining itself. Unfortunately, really not with Lisa, but I don't feel like she cares. Like leave my name on the show. Let I have other things going on. You know, I don't think it's such a bad thing. Yeah. But I do agree with Jax. It's not just working in a restaurant. That wasn't the point of it. You know, we don't need to see like the orders come in and the food runners run to the table. And we don't need to see that because we're here for what it is actually about, which is the drama, which has carried the show through. Well, what are your thoughts about 
Tom Schwartz going on Jackson Brittany's podcast and Tom Schwartz addressing his relationship with Tom Sandoval saying at this point that he sees that now he's heard Ariana's side. He feels like he was gaslit and he's also going to be taking a step back away from Tom. Uh, that would be a very good idea, I think, at this point. But unfortunately, just like Lisa would probably love to take a step back from everything, you're business partners. You run a business, you know, and it's not just one person on it. It's not just Schwartz's. It's not just Sandy's. It's Schwartz and Sandy's. So they have to communicate. This is where it becomes sticky. Never get in business with your friends. You know? Right. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I totally get that. But then also, Tom Sandoval was trying to double down to TMZ saying, well, no. He's cleared this up five times. He didn't say that he was done with Sandoval. He said he was done with Scandoval. Aren't we all? But uh-huh. yes, no matter what you said, we're offering some advice. I would say to take a step back from Sandoval as well. Yeah. And even Sheena said in a recent podcast too that she was equally as disappointed. So one of the things that I find so interesting is that so many fans are on Twitter and getting upset with the cast as if like the cast knew what the big reveal was. I can say really quick, the cast did not know until last minute, except for Raquel, and I'm sure Tom Sandoval, because I'm sure Raquel and Tom talked. They did not know what was going to happen until last minute. All they said to date until this all came out was, we don't think it's as eventful as Bravo is making it to be. And they were right. They were right. I mean, and isn't it always like that? I said it's always when when you have those big promises and we get this under-delivered you know, like they never deliver in these big moments, right? No. And I, I think that we didn't need the big promise. I don't think we needed the whole like shtick of like, oh, I would wait to sign your contract to see the last five minutes of things we've already been talking about for months at this point. I mean, yeah, yeah. So at this point, are you just like done? With? Scandaball. I think, you know what I'm more interested in is how season 11 is going to move forward. Where, where, how is, you know, what are we going to be watching for at this point, right? Because remember the scene at Sir where Lisa was cheersing everyone and she was like, I hope you guys in your life find something. I don't know. She was giving some, you know, speech. Um, and that was supposed to be the last scene of Vanderpump Rules. Right. You know, that was supposed to be it. So now how do we move forward? Now, what we're going to be watching is Tom and Raquel trying to somehow weasel their way back in the group. I'm guessing, you know, like, I, I'm not really sure how you move forward here. Like, I think, I don't know. Originally, when this whole scandal broke, I said, man, they just bought like two, three more seasons. And now I'm like wondering how season 11 would be put together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, love you guys sending hugs. Thank you, Robin Crawford. Thanks, Robin. All right, Jason, I think that we covered enough Vanderpump Rules. Is it time for me to take you down the Jersey Turnpike? Oh, not again. If there's anything I don't want to talk about anymore, it's definitely Scandaval. It's definitely Jersey, especially if it comes to uh, the two Jersey women who I think you're going to bring up. Yeah. You know, this is a show, too, that even because we were talking about Pops earlier, Pops always said to, which is so funny, guys, if you knew the backstory of what's going on in the family right now. Pops was like, I don't get why they're all fighting. This is crazy. Why are the brothers and sisters fighting? And like the parents would have never wanted this. And if you guys only knew what was going on on the other side of this curtain, you'd be like, (laughs) fuck, Pops, you did not think that this was going to bleed into the 
to the rest of shit. Bravo has just now become reality. No pun intended. Or maybe it was. But let's get into it really quick. Here we go. So, Teresa Judice, she's now... Th- okay, so this is interesting, Jason. Because Teresa, now there's a new report that's coming out claiming that Teresa's marriage is completely in shambles. That it's done. Finito. That, <laughs> I mean, there are so <laughs> many red flags. I, I'm trying to get through this. This is, this is kind of a tough one. They're saying that there are so many red flags right now with Teresa and her marriage that she is now trying to figure out Okay, well, shit, I married this guy. I thought this guy was great. Now I'm looking at it and I see my family's not talking with me. My, some of my friends are not talking with me. My cast does not want to film with me. The network is pulling me aside saying that they won't film with Louie. All right. Well, then a new thing came out. Wait for it. Another one. <laughs> that's, that's all I can think of is DJ Khaled. So another one. Another one. Out claiming that they went through the tax documents of the purchase of the home for Teresa and Louie. And Teresa got no prenup and allowed Louie with their joint money to buy the house under an LLC under his name as the sole proprietor. Ooh, that's a, that's a real estate um, no-no. That's like real estate 101, friend. We know we do real estate all the time. Like this that's is why that's not good. <laughs> do you know if Jason and I ever got a divorce tomorrow? It's so clear and definitive where like Jason and I and people and we got so bashed at the beginning when we were talking about this on YouTube and I know messaging us and saying like, Adam, Jason, a prenup is just uh, an excuse to exit early and this. It was so interesting to see. And for Jason and I, all we were really doing was making sure that we avoided everything that we've seen from friends and family in the past, right? So we made sure like if Jason and I get a divorce, Jason has a home, I have a roof over my head, Jason can pay his bills, I can pay my bills. That's the whole point of a prenup. It doesn't have to be viewed as as like, oh, well, this is the end all be all. No, it's just to protect yourself. And for him to be able to put the home under an LLC as with him as the sole proprietor uh, and have her put money into the LLC it's under so... a business that's only under his name and then also use money to alter the home to make improvements, hundreds of thousands of dollars still under the LLC that belongs to Louis Ruelas and not Teresa. That's a big deal. Yeah. No, 100 percent. Someone asked, too, why would you put uh, your home under a business? There's so many reasons to do that. There's a lot of reasons. You know, if it's an investment property, uh, privacy, the Kardashians all have their homes in um, different various businesses. So you can never find them. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's it's gosh. I mean, that is just you're sitting there waiting for the train to like run out of tracks and fall off the cliff. Right. Like, that's just what it sounds like. It's like, you know, I, Louis likes to present himself as this like really great speaker. I mean, you watch their Instagram stories lately. They're at like speaking events and, and all this stuff. Like he's a great speaker and businessman, entrepreneur. But then you're like thinking there are so many shady red flags happening. And then it's like, what at what point, Teresa, do you actually listen to somebody? You know, like somebody tell you something. Right. You and know, because she's got to protect herself too. Well, and then, you know, Melissa Gorga recently came out and she did, she talked about this on her On Display podcast. 
of when Joe Gorga came up with the idea for the No-No's Pizza Ovens. Well, Joe had this idea, but Joe felt like he had a certain celebrity attached to him that he didn't have to put any money into the idea. So originally, Louis invested into this idea that Joe wanted to do with Louis. Louis said, why don't you do it with your sister? She could use the money. Okay, so Joe ended up doing it with his with his sister, right? And with his sister, Teresa was splitting it with Louis. Since Louis put in the $100,000, that's why they offered Joe the 5%. Now, what happened was they didn't realize their discrepancy. They're trying to figure this out. They ended up ordering $100,000 worth of ovens and never contacted this is the Gorga side of the story, never contacted the Gorgas to put any money into the ovens. So Melissa is sitting there getting glammed up for an event. And while she's getting glammed up, all of a sudden, one of the glam people say to Melissa, hey, oh my God, girl, I was just in the neighborhood. I was just at Teresa's house the other day. I had to do her makeup for a photo shoot. She was doing a pizza oven photo shoot. And Melissa was like, what? She's doing... What? And she's like, yeah, girl, she was doing a pizza oven photo shoot. So Melissa goes home and tells Joe what's going on. Joe obviously flips his dick. Then they have a conversation. And Teresa was like, I was only doing what Louis told me to do. And then I thought in listening to that moment, that is the same thing that you said when you were in court in front of a judge, when you had to go spend 11 plus months behind prison bars and lose time with your mother, your father, and your kids, you did what a good Italian wife does. You listened to your husband. But look where it got you last time. And I understand. I, I get the, the general like behind it, like what she's saying. This is like, this is what we do. This is tradition. This is family. This is like, you want to be in a marriage where you trust. Like you've handed me things before, Jason, that now looking back, as dumb as it sounds, I've signed them. You know, like, would I ever, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> would I ever, but would I ever think that you would, you actually handed me our prenup and said, this gives me everything. You need to re look at this again and sign it. Right. Did you not? Yeah. Okay. So we, there was a mistake that our, the, when we wrote up the prenup and stuff, there was a mistake on it. And before we turn it in and notarized it, I noticed mm -hmm. that it gave me everything. Yeah. And that's not what we were trying to say, you know, in it. So we went back and like fixed it. But I don't know. You know, I, I don't know in this situation what is going to happen. And I was reading some of the comments in this live chat and before too. And I, instead of overreacting, do you think that or being antagonistic at some points, do you think that Melissa and Joe can kind of, do, do you think it would have been different if they, they would have approached the situation with Louis and with Teresa differently as being just more supportive and just we're here if something happens as opposed to the way, hey, I know you're shaking your head. I, I, I get it. No, because I, I think that unfortunately, because right now I'm watching this in my own family, I think that there is a, there is this invisible line of like a hierarchy in families of a certain level of like importance and yeah. kind of like you have to just, it's not there, it's not in black and white, but it's like you need to understand where you fall in line. And I think that for Teresa and Joe, they both, 
Teresa looks at it like it's my show. I I started the show. Without me, you'd have nothing. And Joe looks at it like I am the number one son. I am in Italian culture, the brother, the one who will take over as the patriarch of the family and oversee you and, you know, like my, my nieces and my, like all of that. So I think this is another one of those unfortunate moments of a hierarchy when you don't have the true matriarchs and patriarchs of the family sitting there trying to, you know, guide everyone. Now you're mm-hmm. trying to, to step into that role of responsibility as if like, I'm the one who now is calling the shots. But when you have two people who's, whose dick is bigger, it's like, then who's calling the shots? Right. And I think this is exactly what we see going on here. And then I think for somebody like Joe Gorga, who not only has the ego of celebrity, but then you have the Italian, like the, the family structure of, I was the one who steps in as if you're like, you're, Prince George stepping into now my dad died and I'm king, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So he is stepping in in this way. And then you have Teresa, who's a very strong, independent woman who has that very masculine energy with it, too, saying, Bitch, no, you're not. I'm the one. And dad always said, I'm the one. So, no, I don't think that there would ever be a resolve because now you then have this foreign guy who is backing Teresa saying, You need to listen to your sister. And Joe's like, Who the fuck are you? And Melissa is saying the same thing. Like, Yo, you just got here two years ago. And I have to there. agree with that. I mean, I do have to agree with that point. It's, you know, you're coming in strong. Louis came in hot. I mean, <laughs> every, every photo he looks like he's a bit hot. But, you know, he came in very, very strong and very kind of like, this is what you need to do, Teresa. This is, we're not talking to them. Like, I got to protect you. And when you come from that kind of, it's almost maniacal, right? It's like you're coming in, you're saying, I have to protect you from your family. I have to be the one to protect you. Don't you understand? Mm-hmm. That's like gaslighting. Yeah. It, yeah. That, you know, it's... Mm, it's awful. Mary Stewart, in honor of Pops and his enjoyment of reality TV. Thank you, Mary Stewart. Thank you, Mary. Um, Josie, for Pops and how proud he was of uh, both of you. Also, thank you. Um which is so fun. Again, not to make this somber, guys. You guys have been so awesome throughout the whole past week and everything. And he loved nothing more than this freaking community <laughs> and just saying hi to everybody. And, and, you know, like Pops was, he was a little bit of like a wild card. You know, like Pops could not just be on YouTube. He wanted to flirt with everybody. Pops was like, you know, he was, he was prom king. He was prom king. <laughs> This was not the court. For sure. <laughs> this was not the court. Um, Tinsley's opinions. Yes, Travis Tinsley. Happy. Oh, I, t- I, I cannot believe we're already at this point in June. I, I really can't. Yes. Happy Juneteenth. And totally forgot. No. It, well, can I say really quick? Yesterday, I was on the phone with my dad. And my dad just got knee surgery. He's about to get a second one. He's getting a double knee surgeries. And he's going through it. Like, my dad's a bigger guy, too. So, and Travis actually, Travis met my dad in Nashville. Um, But my dad yesterday, I was on the phone with him and I was telling him a lot of things that were going on this weekend with family and pops. And it was a crazy weekend, right? And as I was checking out of Publix, the guy said to me, he said, okay, well, here's your receipt and happy Father's Day. Guys, I died. I crumbled on the phone. With my dad. I was already on the phone with him. I had already gone to Starbucks. I was on the phone with him for probably about 20 minutes. And I was like, and dad said, you forgot. And I was like, I'm an asshole. Uh, It just happens, Adam. This has been a long week. 
Well, no, and he said that too. He said, you know, like this has just been, he's like, it's just been just a terrible week. But, you know, guys, we did also, by the way, we did make up for it. And also it's been a crazy week with, with pops and stuff like that. And, you know, like some people would even say to me, like, why would you even admit that on a live? I do want to say that really quick before I catch shit. And some people would be like, why would you even say that you did? Because I'm, (laughs) I'm a fucking human being. And there's so much going on and it's okay to miss something. It's just to acknowledge that something was not, it, it went wrong and it went wrong and I missed it. That's for all. sure. Um, for sure. But we're not missing Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, guys. Happy Juneteenth. Nancy A, Adam and Jason are made for one another. They will be together forever. Aww. No doubt about it. Love you guys. Well, that's very sweet. Um, Man, when it takes almost a decade to get married, you know, like <laughs> we move slow. So, <laughs> Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. You don't have to explain, Adam. We know your heart. Thank you, Quentin Dean. We support you guys and appreciate you both. And she didn't want a prenup. That's on her. Okay. I didn't know where you went for Jason or for a second. Sorry. All right, Jason, are you ready? I think that we shall move on and hit the last topic. Oh, what is the last topic? I'm going to give you a break for a second. I'm going to get you excited. Okay. Okay. All right. Get me excited. Okay. All right. Ready? Yes. Very ready. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We've got the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So, guys, with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, obviously you can see who we have in the lineup, and there is no... I mean, I don't think we're surprised that there's no Jen Shaw, but there is no Jen Shaw. This came out from Dorinda Deadly. My question was, and I haven't had time to actually look into this, so... I don't want to sit here and pretend like I know something that I don't because I don't. I think that this was a teaser promo. We're all still wondering what the hell is going on and if and when we will see Mary Cosby. Now, we know that Mary Cosby filmed a group trip to Palm Springs with the rest of the women. So we will absolutely see her. But now that we know that we're getting a glimpse of her, I think most of us are like, wait, hold on. No, we don't want just a portion of Mary Cosby. Now we want the whole damn thing. You're not going to give us a teaser, like a piece of the cake and think that we're not coming back with munchies now. We're coming back. Uh (laughs) So for this promo, sure, does it get me excited? Do I love like the little iridescent lights in the background, like the northern lights? And do I love like the vibes? Sure, I do. Do I hate the fact that there's no Mary Cosby? One million percent. You guys are about to make me book another interview with her parents. I'm getting all pissed off and whatnot. Okay, Go ahead. Well, we need to talk to her. I, I'm I'm more excited for, well, right now, there's three things that I'm not sure how are going to move forward, or not move forward, but which I'm more excited about. The next season of Salt Lake City, season two of Dubai, or season... Oh my gosh. Like I want to say season one of the real housewives of New York, like the new real housewives of New York. This is, this could be a really good change for Salt Lake city. Don't you think? Well, I mean, if you look at it, I'm, let me zoom in here. I, I think it really rides a lot on like, we know who the rest of them are. Right. 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 Like this, this rides on this, like this woman who's front and center, who's like really obviously gorgeous. She's stunning. The only way that Salt Lake City can survive is you need that Jen Shaw energy. And guys, do not kill me in the live chat about this. Jeez, please. Energy. Energy. We said energy. Yes. You need the <laughs> Jen decisions. Shaw energy of the... You need somebody who is such a loose cannon who all of a sudden Heather's like, when I said it to you, you didn't get it. And then they're like, fuck you, Heather. 
You're saying I'm stupid? And then it's like, oh my God, I never called her stupid. And then it's like flipping the table and just dramatic for no reason. You need the loose cannon. And you need somebody who's going to come on and do it and just be that disaster. We know a few people in our lives who are that disaster without cameras around. They they need to find that person who can deliver that, that doesn't look like they're doing it. And then looking out of the right side of their eye or the left side of their eye and like looking at the camera being like, did you get your shot? Did you get it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they just have to be a shit show. So I'm hoping... This girl cannot come in and be like cookie cutter, like, hi, I'm Molly Mormon and life is great. And I am so happy. And here are my children. Cause then we have a yeah, bad. No, because then it's, you know, that's Salt Lake City already. We yeah. don't need that. We need to see more. Um, obviously, this is a mock up, but I think, and someone said it in the live chat earlier Heather can be a loose cannon. I, I really think it's like it's in there and she's had to be very careful on how she navigates certain things. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this on here before, but she has to be very careful legally how she manages some stuff on the show. Yeah. But uh, Heather, Heather, according to production, is not the easiest person to work with. Do you know? So, can, we say, can we talk about that for a second? Yes, we can talk about that. Okay, so real quick, let me say, um, what was I saying? It takes a lot of strength and courage to admit that you might have made a big mistake. I agree with that. And Nancy A, Adam and Jason, you are made for one another. They will be together forever. No doubt about it. Love Thank you guys. You. So sweet. Thank you. For pop in, you guys, Louis is bringing dark drama like Lisa did on Beverly Hills. Some shows need to be put on pause like Miami. Lots of love. Thank you. Tinsley's opinions. Love your dad and your mom. When life is crazy, it happens. Just make it up in the big way that we know you will. Love starting my day with you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you to everybody um, in the live chat. We appreciate you guys. Okay, so this is a conversation that happened. At this point, it's okay. So Okay, Jason I didn't knows- know if we're allowed because no. there's some stuff we can't say. You no, know, you're just- we can say this one. Okay. So Jason and I were on the phone with Jen Shaw. And this was around the time that we were waiting for the interview to come out. Um, it was after we already filmed with her. We were in touch. Like, mind you guys, before we did the interview, we were on calls and calls and calls with her attorneys and being fielded and guided through everything. And like, when people were even asking, like, why didn't you ask this question? Fucking trust me. We tried well, to also what kind of answer question. would would you get if you asked, let's say, OK, so the questions that we did present were kind of to get a background story of how it, did you get here and what why are you why do you think nothing you you've done nothing wrong right right that that was the real thing but even if you ask the question you're not going to get the answer no you know what i mean you're no, just no. not you're you in a legal yeah you weren't getting it but then jen had a meltdown one day and she's like i don't understand why everybody loves heather production hates her she's the hardest one to deal with she's the most difficult and went on this whole tangent and jason and i looked at each other like heather's the most difficult what and then we asked another person remember and they were like a few few people have mentioned this and also heather gets the best at it that she's the most difficult which is the same thing stassi schroeder said about tom sandoval just saying wow didn't think about that because you would think like looking from the outside that that would be different you know that he would be easy to work with. But I guess, you know, narcissists always, I'm not sure. I don't know how that would carry over. But listen, I think, uh, just to jump back to to this and, and talking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I think that is 
Mary is in a good position to be a friend and she will be a good friend. I don't know, you know, I'm thinking about some of her nuances and some of the, you know, idiotic things she mentioned and she said, you know, when it concerned race and other things too. Like, it's just like, I think friend is a good spot. Let's test it out. Let's see if we like her here and let's let these other girls who are coming in as full time uh, have a moment and see if we can, you know, ramp up for this next season. Yes. All right. Well, on top of that, guys, speaking of another new season, before we get into the Real Housewives of Orange County, I just wanted to bring up this to you guys. And Jason. Oh, hello. We're filming. When you don't tell me things like this. Yeah, they we they have been filming for a minute. Mm-hmm. Nope, they yeah. started filming. They've been filming for a little less than a week. Um, and you know what's so funny to this, Jason? This is, and it's another thing that Jason and I, it's like life lessons this week, you guys. It's like when somebody gets a little, unfortunately, like you kind of get a little greedy and things happen and you just get the shit into the stick because you didn't hold out. Well, that's what happened to what, I mean, that's what happened to Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin was so upset because she wanted to be a part of the new Roni legacy show that was originally set to film like a true Roni show where it was going to follow them around New York City before they ended up redirecting the show to be an ultimate girls trip style show filming for only two weeks in a new location with the OGs in their mind of the Real Housewives of New York. Obviously, we know that Kristen Takeman is not an OG, but... Getting back to the original point, Jill Zarin got a little greedy and her agent did tell us the same thing. Her, She got a little bit greedy and she wanted everyone to have the same pay. She did not want Dorinda or Ramona or Luann or Sonia, who might have had bigger social media followings to get higher pay because she feels like she originally started the show. So she was a little bit difficult. They were arguing over contracts. They all had contracts in order to film this new show. And then finally, Bravo, Peacock, NBC said, you, we're taking the contracts back. Everybody can piss off. Okay, cool. That's where we're at now. Bravo, the network, everybody kind of reconvened. This got out there to page six, social media. Everybody started talking about it. And everyone was really disappointed because we were expecting a show. We didn't know what that show was going to look like, but we were expecting one. So then they ended up reconvening and coming up with this legacy version of an Ultimate Girls Trip style show. And they did exactly what Jill Zarin asked for from the jump, which was equal pay. They ended up paying every single one of them $250,000 to film for a week and a half, 10 days of filming, all the exact same money, all the exact same exposure, everything that Jill Zarin asked for. But Jill Zarin, in the moment, got greedy and said, it's either my way or no way. And they said, not only I think she got your way. She might have got hyped up a little bit at BravoCon. You know, I think she saw how people were reacting to her like, oh, my God, Jill Zarin. And she's like, see, I'm Jill Zarin. And she's sitting there like demanding all of this. And now, you know, you get you get the Knicks because you're too greedy. She got too greedy. You got greedy, girl. It's a deadly sin, friend. It's a deadly sin for a reason. And you know what happens? Unfortunately, when you get greedy and you get like and you're caught in the greed of it all, then people start looking at you a little bit different. And then you start your opinion and your words and your 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 point becomes obsolete because it becomes diluted by your own selfish actions of being greedy in the first place. And that's right. exactly what happened to Jill Zarin. That's what happened. Yeah. But 
Now, as we go over and pan over really quick, I'm going to cap us off with this because even though Jason and I were out of town, we went to Hilton Head. We had a couple of Zaz. We had some moments about Pops. We had some family time. And also, of course, we got the next episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County, which we always do. And Tamara Judge is a complete fucking shit show, which we love. That is exactly what we wanted. Tamara Judge, can I say really quick, this is probably in some shitty way a spirit animal for me. Because (laughs) for someone like Tamara to be like, in this moment, she's yelling at Shannon and she's like, you don't understand. I can't talk to you because you're drunk and you're an alcoholic. And Shannon's looking at her like, girl. (laughs) 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 This This is like... Did this also just bleed into my weekend? The yes, this just this? this just bled into our weekend as well. Okay. It's yeah. It's what are we? What, what are you thinking? A, Adam, about um, the return of Tamara Judge, and what are you thinking about this season so far? Because we're mean, two episodes Tam- in, right? Listen, Tamara calling Shannon a liar and a drunk. <laughs> Shannon saying she's unhinged. Um, I it just it makes me happy that. We had, I think last season we felt a little afraid for some of the newbies and the cast members who don't have the same financial um, backing to be able to say whatever they want. And it might make them a little bit more nervous to put on the show that us as fans would hope for because they don't want to get sued. I think that Tamara comes in and she like breaks that barrier of like, she's kind of coming in like, I'm going to ask for forgiveness later like i don't give a shit if you sue me sue me at the end of the season but i'm about to give you a season she's been sued before we have to remember by jim bellino alexis bellino's ex she got sued her and shannon both got sued by him for talking shit about his trampoline business on jeff lewis or it was on heather mcdonald's juicy scoop podcast one of them but they were all talking shit about his business and she was sued last time and that lawsuit carried over So for the fact that she has been sued before, cried in interviews, and now you're still talking shit the same way and like going in and being like, you fucking alcoholic, and (laughs) you know, doing the same shit. It's like Tamara is kind of that person that we need on a show like this who's like, I don't care if Tamara gets sued. I really don't. I don't care if you get sued. I don't care if you have to go spend the next three months in court. I do care about how my Wednesday nights are going to pan out with the real house. If we're going to have a good time watching it or if it's going to be a shitty episode, like that's not on me. I'm not the one putting on a show and getting paid more than half a million dollars to put on the show. If you end up getting paid half a million dollars and you have to put half of that into legal fees, that's on you, girl. Not Uh, my problem. Let me tell you, I like we, we talked about after the first episode, I'm really happy to see, like, I, I think where we get lost a lot in these housewife shows that have been on for so long is adding new cast members, adding someone like, uh, let's say a Noella. Okay. Or a Jen Armstrong. Like we put too much emphasis on these new people and we expect them to come in with a bang and it just doesn't work. But going back to those nostalgic old relationships, like the one with, with uh, Shannon and Tamra with Tamra coming in and just knowing how to carry a conversation on camera, like I brought up that point in the first episode where it was Heather and Tamara having a conversation and Gina kind of left out because they know how to control that. They mm-hmm. need to keep it on them. You know what I mean? And I really, when did Real Housewives of Atlanta and the Real Housewives of Orange County switch places? I don't know. Do you remember when no one was watching Orange County? I know. And they were so bored. I feel like that's where we are with Atlanta right now. I can't 
I and that's again Atlanta was my first and my my first housewives show. It was I my remember- favorite. When Cynthia and, corrected me at dinner that night, and she was like, "Atlanta was is the number one in ratings." The number one in like, ratings, yeah, right. Okay, we get it, but not anymore. Well, it was like you when know? Tom was like, "My house is two point one million." It was two point zero nine five. Well, it was, you know? <laughs> girl. Before you ended up moving your house back into the apartment in West Hollywood with the AC in the window, and for Cynthia, it also was, girl. Before the ratings went down, and also yeah. they shouldn't have let your ass go because really. Honestly, Cynthia, Portia, Nini, and Phaedra should all, and Kim Zolciak, really, they should all be back on the show. They all should. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. Phaedra, she's done her time. I get it. But if they're going to sit there and put her on another show, Married to Medicine, and put her on Ultimate Girls Trip twice, right. at this point, let her just be we back can, on the We show. can move on. But what I'm saying, though, is, is I see, I mean, I have hope for OC. I don't know how anybody in the live chat feels, but... OC, it, it feels like there's something back that makes me want to watch it. I don't know if that's necessarily Tamara or putting Tamara there makes the others more capable. I do like the new Jen, the not Jen Armstrong new Jen. You know, yeah. I, I like her. I like her. I can see this going pretty well. I'm a little underwhelmed with Taylor Armstrong's kind of entrance as a friend. I was like, oh, okay, there you are. Um, but yeah, it's overall, I think it's going to be a good season. We have stuff to talk about. We'll have to do an after party for it for sure. All right, guys, well, we'll be doing an after party this week. All right, guys, well, on top of that, um, real quick before we end up going, one, again, thank you everyone so much for just being so sweet and understanding and all of the kind words, the DMs and everything regarding Pops. That's been amazing. Two, normally we do our members only today. Jason and I had a conversation this morning thinking that maybe we'll do that at some point later in the week. And then we'll keep that posted on the community tab just because there's still things that are happening like on the outside that we're trying to deal with. Um, but we'll keep you guys posted and even have that honest conversation in the um, members only. But um, with that, we also have, we're back for Anchor Watch this week, right? Yep. Anchor yep. Watch tomorrow this night. week. Tomorrow there's night. a back-to-back episode. Two new episodes tonight. Two new episodes Two. tonight. Two there's- of Below Deck Sailing, yeah. There's no New Jersey tomorrow, so we have no after party tomorrow. It's just going to be Anchor Watch, so save all of your energy. Go over there. If you haven't smashed the like button over here, smash the like button. Thank you to everyone for the super chat, super stickers, and your condolences. We love you guys. Jason, do you want to sign us off and say anything? Just have a good week, everyone. We'll see you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.